1: influential ministers and leading CEOs to make new connections and gain unique insights. Learn more at cuttereconomicforum.com.
2: You're listening the Bloomberg Law. We're talking about Donald Trump's call for an investigation into uh, his allegations of voter fraud. Uh, an executive order is expected later today. Our guests are Rick Hassan of the University of California, Irvine, and the founder of the indispensable electionlawblog.org, and Nate personally of Stanford University. A few minutes ago, I, I incorrectly said Nate was the research director of a bipartisan commission that looked into the 2008 election. It was actually the 2012 election. Rick, um, spell it. I know you're not optimistic about what Donald Trump's going to come out with, uh, but what would you see? What would a good investigation into voting look like?
0: Well, I think it would look much like the commission that uh, Nate was the research director of. In that commission, the Presidential Commission on Election Administration, uh, the leaders of that commission were two very well-respected lawyers, one Democrat, Bob Bauer, one Republican, Ben Ginsburg. It had uh, Nate. It had a a professional staff. It brought in social scientists and election administrators, and it issued a report with concrete recommendations. You can imagine uh, that... You could tackle the issues of voter fraud and voter suppression with the same kind of group, uh, if you could actually get people to agree to serve on the commission and to uh, do some findings. I'm just—that's not what I'm expecting uh, we're going to see, but uh, it's, it's possible uh, that if we get something that looks more like a, you know, a, a fake commission or one that's where everything's predetermined, that there could be a, some kind of shadow commission set up to actually do this. That's actually one of the hopes that I have.
1: Nate, yesterday, Representative Elijah Cummings and Robert Brady sent a letter to every chief election official and attorney general in all 50 states and D.C. asking for specific information regarding confirmed incidents of voter fraud. Would that be enough to satisfy the question of voter fraud without having a commission? Well, we've sort of already done all of this. I mean, there's... For those of us who've been working in this area, there's a sense of frustration in that we keep studying the same thing and we find the exact same thing over and over again. So that um, what you will find uh, is that there are, as as uh, Rick hinted at, and, and even as Donald Trump said, there are duplicate reg- registrations. People move, so they stay on one thing, uh, one voter roll, and another. Um, you will see errors, plenty of errors, whenever you're dealing with a hundred and you know thirty million or four hundred and forty million voters in a polling place. Uh, But you will never see this hordes of imaginary people turning out to vote. Um, or hordes of illegal um, uh, people turning out to vote—illegal being, you know, p- people who are felons, people who uh, aren't citizens, uh, and the like—and uh, so there, there are plenty of problems with the electoral system. But we did study this; we spent a lot of money um, three years ago studying this. You can see the report at supportthevoter.gov, and you can see all of the supporting documentation there from the political scientists. Um, and one of the things we said in the report was that fraud is rare. Um, there is fraud, you know, there's there are fraud in Mistakes in the system, in their sort of uh, uh, aberrant examples of that. Um, but if you're searching for three million voters uh, on election day uh, who were illegally voting, you're not going to find them.
2: Rick, since I since you, you've said that you're worried a little concerned about what Donald Trump will come out with, what what are you most concerned about? If what, what's sort of the worst case scenario scenario from your standpoint in terms of what Donald Trump could order up?
0: Well, we could end up with a kind of sham report that suggests falsely that uh, millions of fraudulent votes were cast, and that this would then be used as a pretext to engage in federal, uh, or to pass, I should say, federal legislation, which would make it harder for people to register and vote. And uh, we can go down the list of things. National voter ID, where the government doesn't uh, provide the kind of um, help that voters would need to actually be able to do this, You know, you'd still have to show, say, a state driver's license or a passport, which would exclude millions of people who lack those documents. You can imagine changing the 1993 Motor Voter Law, the National Voter Registration Act, so that uh, voter registration materials don't have to be offered at uh, DMVs and at public assistance agencies. You can imagine a ban in congressional elections on early voting or same-day voter registration, federalizing the system in a way that makes it look like some of the toughest restrictions we've seen passed in some Republican states like Texas and North Carolina.
1: And, Nate, these are some of the concerns that Democrats have expressed about what this investigation may lead to. Is there any way to combat that? Well, again, uh, you had 50 secretaries of state report that there was no – uh, example of substantial voter fraud in this past election, right? So the National Association of Secretaries of State, which is majority Republican, uh, has you know issued this report. You have the governors saying the same thing, and so uh, you know <laughs> there's a question at, at a certain point as to how much evidence uh, do you need from all the people who are in charge of administering the elections from both parties before you say, all right, that did not occur. Um, and so either we have we, – if we have a debate about the evidence, we know exactly where it's going to point. If it then becomes just a political debate like any other, well, then we, we – we, it sort of descends into uh, the polarization and partisanship of um, all these other debates we're having these days. I should say that it is certainly N- – Nate, I'm that afraid that we're is. going to
2: have to leave it yeah. there. I want to thank, thank you, Nate personally, and Rick Hassan, for your insights into Donald Trump's call for an investigation into voter fraud. Uh, I'm sure we'll be talking more about that. Thanks uh, for listening to Bloomberg Law. We'll be back tomorrow. Thanks to our technical director, Chris Tricomi, and our producer, David Sutterman. Coming up on Bloomberg Radio, Bloomberg Markets with Carol Masser and Corey Johnson. Carol, what what are you talking about today? Well, Greg, we're awaiting a speech from U.K. Prime Minister Theresa May. We will take our listeners uh, live uh, to that speech in Philadelphia. Lots of earnings, including Google after the close, so it's going to be a busy afternoon. Back to you. Fantastic, Carol. Stay tuned for all that and more on Bloomberg Radio. This is Bloomberg.